a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Tuesday, March 28th. St. Louis City Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner asking for more time. The St. Louis Circuit Attorney is given 11 more days to get ready her response to the recent 121-page amended petition filed by Missouri's Attorney General seeking to remove her from office. That means by April 11, Gardner has to respond in the judge's warning there will be no further extensions. The judge also wants both sides to schedule a hearing sometime the week of April 17th to consider all pending motions. That includes Gardner's motion to toss the case out and Attorney General Bailey's motion to have Gardner immediately removed from office ahead of the trial on the merits of the case. Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. Read more on the story at KMOX.com. I'm Stuart McMillan. The St. Louis Circuit Attorney will hold a criminal justice public forum tonight. Kim Gardner will provide an update on current challenges and opportunities. Local leaders are also expected to talk about efforts to stop violent crime. KMOX will have a reporter covering tonight's event at the Westside Missionary Baptist Church at 4675 Page Boulevard from 6 o'clock to 9. The Lincoln County Sheriff's Office has something new to say about a long, unsolved 1980s murder. They've called the news conference to announce new information about the cold case. It was last spring when the Lincoln County Sheriff revealed they were working with anthropology students from Southeast Missouri State to study the remains of a well-dressed man whose body was found in a farm outbuilding in Troy, Missouri back in 1984. At the time, it was determined that the man had been shot and buried about six months earlier. He was wearing a gray suit with red pinstripes, a gray or blue tie and a Windsor knot, and a long black cashmere overcoat. The news study aimed to build a genealogical profile to get new leads as to who he was, or at least who his relatives might be, based on DNA sequencing. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Madison County, Illinois prosecutor Tom Hain thanking witnesses who helped convict an Alton man who shot and wounded three people at a housing project. Hain says getting people to testify takes trust in the system. Well, I believe witnesses fail to come forward when, when cases are not prosecuted. Because if, if you come forward, you place yourself at a risk. And you will only come forward when you trust that the system will actually get the job done. The witnesses included some of the defendant's relatives. 36-year-old Stephen Foster faces up to 93 years in prison when he's sentenced for the September 2021 shooting. Republican Representative Kent Hayden calls it a health crisis, the shortage of health care workers across the state of Missouri. His idea being considered in the House is to offer forgivable loans to pay off student debt. What it does is says if you will serve in a high-need area, then we will... We will uh, reduce this loan. Under the bill, the State Department of Health and Senior Services would determine the amount being forgiven. The department would also designate areas of the state as areas of need. Another team getting ready for Cardinals opening day, a team of very special draft horses. Debbie Monterey has that coming up. First, baseball returns to St. Louis and local leaders hope money comes with it. The economic impact of the upcoming Cardinals baseball season expected to be bigger than last year. Greater St. Louis Inc. produced an analysis estimating $350 million in economic impact. That's compared to $302 million for 2022. Higher post-pandemic attendance, one-factor inflation also driving up the total. Out-of-town spectators are predicted to be about a third of the attendance. They spend significantly more than local fans.
It's early before the tours start at Anheuser-Busch Brewery, and I'm heading to the stables to talk about one of the biggest and most well-known brand ambassadors on the planet, the Clydesdales. So each Clydesdale is actually about 2,000 pounds. That's Lauren Lambeth, part of the team that works with the Clydesdales daily and gets them ready for their many public appearances, including the big one, the Cardinals home opener. We typically say it takes us four hours to get the Clydesdales ready for an event. On this morning, Jenna Hunt is giving one of the horses a bath. You get a bath at least once a week. During the summer, sometimes it can be a little bit more, but at least once a week they'll get a bath and we'll curry them all up with shampoo, get them all nice and clean. Use a purple shampoo on their white feathers just to get them all nice and shiny white and then rinse them all off. Spray a leave-in conditioner in their hair to make them all soft and shiny. It's Cash who's getting a bath this morning. This guy seems to enjoy it. Yeah, most of them do enjoy the bath. It is warm and it just feels like a scalp massager all over their body. So they really enjoy that. Looking on from a nearby stall is Sparky. Lauren says Sparky and Cash are best friends. He's got to go outside and play with his best friend Cash. They love each other. They've been a lead team together before this past year for about seven years. They were a lead team together. But Sparky... The retired guy actually retired this past year, so we put both of our lead team kind of on vacation, if you want to say. And those two are typically the ones that you would see up front on opening day. So we actually have a new lead team this year. We're giving some of our younger guys a tryout. Typically, opening day, you want more experienced horses out there. Um, this has actually his been his vacation year. We may see if he's ready to go back out for opening day. That's completely up to him. He's going to let us know in his own way. How do you judge if they're up for it? It's just based off of their personality. It's just like we are, you know, sometimes you just aren't yourself. Maybe you act a little tired. Maybe he's just not as interested in pulling the wagon. Just different little ways. They just don't act quite themselves. And you say, hey, maybe let's get this guy some time off. But time off was not requested by Sparky. He didn't like being left at home. So when we first had to leave him, he threw a hissy fit. He was not happy that the team left without him. So he'll just stay here yes. or he, he'll end up Until, going somewhere else? Yeah. So typically our retired buildings would go out to Grant's farm. They have a pasture out there for them. So they do get a lot more interaction with the public here, but this guy still really enjoys it. As you can see, like he really likes the people and everything like that. So we've kept him around a lot longer because he doesn't seem tired of the pictures or the petting or anything like that. We head outside to meet a couple of the horses who will be greeting people on the tours that day. But these are two of our spares. So this is Olaf. He's actually a little bit of a younger guy. He's Hi, Olaf. Seven. And then we have Lester here who's jealous. And that's why he's like, get out of the way. <laughs> are so they are jealous? very friendly. Like they were looking oh, right yeah. away yeah. like, who's yeah. coming? These two are actually West Coast horses. So we oh, okay. have two of the West Coast horses spares here. Yes, there are three separate teams of Clydesdales. We do tend to place them based on their coloring, typically based off of the climate that the teams travel in. So our East Coast horses are really dark. They look almost black. And then our Midwest hitch is that really even medium color bay that you saw on Sparky and Cash there. And then our West Coast, because they tend to be out in California and Arizona where it's really hot and the sun would bleach that dark bay or that medium bay, they have a really light colored horse. 
I begin imagining the logistics of managing three teams of Clydesdales in three parts of the country through hundreds of appearances a year when Lauren brings up their food. They get their own mix of custom grain twice a day and they're going to get anywhere from about a pound to maybe five pounds or so of that grain depending on the Clydesdales how big they are. They're going to have as much hay as they want. During the day, we get our Timothy hay from the Stanley Hay Company out in Eaton, Idaho. It is actually shipped to everywhere that the Budweiser Clydesdales are, even out on the road. So we always have that quality and consistency, and we don't ever change it up on these guys. That could cause some stomach issues. And they will average about 40 to 50 pounds of that hay a day per horse. Wow. The teams always travel with 10 horses, eight to pull the wagon and two spares. And they are positioned pulling the wagon based on their size. So their biggest two in the back, they pull the most weight of the wagon. So that's called the wheel team. And then they're going to gradually get smaller as they go up. And then way up front is gonna be your lead team. And they're typically your most agile and your most active. And they typically are a little showier. They enjoy their job a little more. Cash used to really love being up in the lead and they really pick their feet up and they look really nice and showy. Not only might this year's Bush Stadium Clydesdales have a new lead team, there might be a rookie dog as well. Dalmatian. Yeah. We focus so much on the horses. So where does the Dalmatian come from? So the Dalmatians stay with the team. We have two per team and they live wherever the horses live. They have their own kennel right here in the barns. Uh, we have Bud and Gus. So Bud is our older Dalmatian on the team. He's typically the one that's done opening day. I don't believe Gus has got to do an opening day yet. Uh, so this might actually be his first opening day for us. Oh, so little Gus, a first little for Gus. him. Sorry. <laughs> the Clydesdale's appearances are requested by distributors, and Bush Stadium is not the only place celebrating with them on opening day. There will be five baseball teams hosting the horses. And even though it's not too far from the brewery to the stadium, the Clydesdales will ride in style. So we travel with three semis and we have two horse trucks. The third truck will be our equipment truck. All of that will load up early that morning and drive down to Bush Stadium. The Clydesdales are celebrating their 90th anniversary this year. And while it seems like they've been a part of opening day in St. Louis forever, not the case. Their first time around the warning track was at the 1982 World Series, but then became a welcome addition at opening day after that. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. I'm Megan Lynch. STL All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.